0: <laughs> Namaste, friends. Welcome to this special podcast. Today, we are interviewing a very good friend of mine. And the occasion is that uh, we've just completed uh, Chaturmasa, Masa 2020 by late November. And I have invited uh, Sri VP Rajesh, one of my very good friends and uh, classmates from BITS come and talk about his um, experiences of doing Chaturmasa. VP is a first-time Chaturmasi who has taken on the opportunity to understand what it means to do Chaturmasa this year, and in this episode, we will interview him, talk to him to understand what his experience is. With that, I want to welcome VP Rajesh to this episode. Welcome, Sri VP, for this episode.
1: Thanks, Rajesh, Uh, delighted to be here. And uh, thank you for introducing the concept of Chaturmasa um, earlier
0: this year. Right, thank you so much, uh, VP. It was a great uh, fun ride for all of us. But before we get into the details, uh, uh, would you like to please introduce yourself to the audience?
1: Sure, Rajesh. Um, as you know, we graduated together from BITS uh, way back in ninety one, and then after working for a few years at an IT services company, I went to the US to do my MBA in Ann Arbor University of Michigan. Um, and after that, I spent about ten years between uh, New York City and San Francisco as an investment banker. In two thousand seven, we decided to come back to India. Uh, New Delhi in particular, because uh, we just wanted to raise our kids closer to the family. And for the last 10 years, I have been uh, managing my own investment management firm um, in Delhi. Uh, So that's sort of my uh, professional journey after bits. On the personal side, I have uh, two boys who are, uh, one of them is at a college, um, liberal arts college in the US, and the second one is in high school. And I reside in New Delhi, as uh, I said earlier.
0: Nice. Thank you so much, VP. Uh, so since the topic is uh, Chaturmasa and you did your first Chaturmasa, uh, you know, before we dive deep into the experience itself, I want to understand a little bit about your views of food in general. You know, what's your view before you started uh, Chaturmasa about how you viewed food and food in your life? Sure.
1: So before Chaturmasa, you know, I was very much interested in food and wine. Um, we would go out uh, at least once a week and try different kind of cuisines. Um, and you know, New York City, Manhattan, San Francisco, New Delhi—they have fabulous restaurants. So we would really uh, live it up. And the motto was, uh, live to eat and enjoy food and wine. Um, And after Chaturmasa, you know, it's a completely different uh, uh, perspective that I have. Um, The focus on food has mostly gone, I would say. And we'll talk more about it. But there is a huge difference between what I used to be before Chaturmasa and now.
0: Nice. So, um, so you, you said that, uh, you you know, you were a live-to-eat kind of a person. So if that was the uh, mindset that you had, why did you do Chaturmasa? What was it that motivated you? And what was your basic expectation out of, of doing something as rigorous as Chaturmasa?
1: So uh, Rajesh, we have been studying Gita together uh, in the uh, separate group. And the whole idea of... Uh, Uh, the concept of, uh, you know, uh, testing yourself, the words that come to mind is Titiksha. And uh, the idea of applying the knowledge we were learning from Bhagavad Gita to see how you can practice that in your daily life. So that was a huge motivation for me. Um, And as part of, you know, uh, Sadhana Chaturjitam, I wanted to, practice some of these concepts and Chaturmasa was a great opportunity to try that. My second motivation was that uh, I was focused on losing a few pounds and I thought this will be a great way to do that because one of the things we had to do was uh, cut down our uh, number of meals from three to two and and I thought that will help me achieve that goal as well. So those were the primary motivations to uh, get into Chaturmasa practice this year.
0: That's very interesting to hear. You, know, you talked about uh, losing a few pounds and uh, maybe if you can uh, give some idea w- whether you met your goal or not, that would be helpful.
1: Sure. Yeah. So I actually um, more than met my goal. When I started this year, 2020, I was uh, somewhere between 78 kilos to 80 uh, to eighty kilos kind of range uh, when we started Chaturmasa I think I had brought it down to perhaps 74 75 and uh, you know last I checked I am uh, around 65 kilos. so uh, during these five months I lost more than 10 kilos uh, and that was uh, just amazing. Um, you know my uh, I, I joke that I look at my cupboard and everything fits now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, uh, VP, that's that's really good. And, uh, you know, you also talked about uh, moving from a three-meal plan to a two-meal plan. Can you elaborate that a little bit more before we, you know, talk a little bit more about uh, your experience in detail?
1: Yeah, so I think, uh, you know, we are all used to having three meals, if not more. Um, I, for me personally, um, I would have a breakfast, then lunch, and dinner, and then there'll be, uh, you know, four or six cups of tea in between during my day. Uh, so that's what I was used to. Uh, and evenings will be, uh, sometimes, you know, when we would go out, there'll be lavish dinners with uh, wine flowing and, uh, you know, several course of meals. So it was really sort of a gourmand style of living, I would say. Uh, going, so one, the, the other change to keep in mind is that, you know, we were going through a lockdown in April and May in in India and then you know because of that obviously we couldn't go out Um, and then at home you know you wanted to then cut down your uh, number of times you have to uh, get the food cooked so slightly we you know it started to eat less uh, number of meals and with Chaturmasa starting it was just perfect that you know you are forced into um, just going down to two meals and for me those two meals became uh, a hard, a very good breakfast and then you know a few hours of uh, after that maybe uh, four or five hours uh, hours after that uh, the lunch meal so those was so that was a good way to you know transition from eating a lot to eating just a couple of meals uh, during the day
0: well uh, you know i must i must uh, uh... Truly admire you for having, you know, transitioned from where you were to uh, where where you are now, and it's it, it, it's it's really amazing to see the kind of results that 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 you have uh, been able to you know see for yourself. Um, you know, at the beginning of the Chaturmas, I remember you and I had this discussion, and you talked to me a little bit about the concerns that you had about you know your dependency on the four to six cups of tea that you talked about. Can you talk to me about what is it now? How does it work for you? you, Are you still dependent on tea? What do you think?
1: That's a very good question, Rajesh. Uh, Yes, I was uh, very, very dependent on tea, uh, what we call masala chai. Um, And I would have, you know, a number of cups during the day. In the first month of Chaturmasa, uh, you and the group helped me Uh, gradually bring it down to maybe one or two uh, per day. Um, And and I think after that, it just went away. The urge to have a cup of tea in the morning, then sometimes in the afternoon, and then again in the evening, um, it was just not there. Uh, Initially, you you gave me this wonderful idea of trying this concoction of some uh, spices that are readily available in Indian households. So that helped me to transition off of the bandwagon. And then the urge has completely gone. So people may be drinking tea in front of me and I don't feel that I need to have uh, a a cup for myself. So I think that has been a huge positive uh, in in my life over the last uh, four or five months
0: that's amazing to hear so uh, just to uh, just to add on a question to that uh, to previous question so does it mean that uh, you are less dependent on tea or does it mean that you started hating tea now
1: i think i'm indifferent because earlier i was i would say i was addicted to it now you know i i haven't had a cup of tea in the last 5 6 months now and if I want to have one, I can have it, but I don't see the need for it because what I drink now, I feel is much healthier for both my body and my soul. So that's, I think, is the transition. So it's just a natural detachment that has developed uh, away from tea uh, rather than you know a hatred uh, because as you know, uh, reading scriptures, uh, you're not supposed to have such strong feelings. For me, the tea is just something I can live without.
0: That's amazing. I mean, I like the way that you said, uh, you know, uh, you, you completely transitioned out of it. So does it mean uh, that you um, you you are uh, not dependent on it, but at the same time, if someone makes a lovely cup of chai, you'll really enjoy it?
1: Absolutely. You know, that's exactly uh, what uh, I have been learning um, during my Um, focus on scriptures that the idea is that you should enjoy without any attachment and uh, you're absolutely right that you know if there is a nice cup of masala chai especially this cold winter in uh, New Delhi right now I I wouldn't mind uh, having a cup of tea but uh, there is no um, you know the word is asakti that comes to mind there is no attachment or there's no desire to necessarily have that cup of tea
0: Amazing. So, uh, Vipi, you know, maybe, you know, it'll be uh, interesting to hear from you. Can you describe the last five months of Chaturmasa? I know that, you know, Chaturmasa, Chatur is four, but this year being a a special year with one extra month, Purushottama Masa coming in, we actually underwent five months of Chaturmasa. Can you describe your last five months of Chaturmasa experience, please?
1: Sure. Um, So in the first month, you know, when we started, Um, I think you you did a great job in uh, prepping us for what is to come uh, with with a uh, cheat sheet of uh, what's to be eaten and abstained from during each of the months. Uh, So in the first month, because uh, we are not supposed to eat any vegetables, we were down to uh, eating lentils and uh, other cereals and grains. And that was very hard for me. Uh, because I just couldn't see myself uh, having a lunch uh, without any vegetables on purpose. And as you perhaps know, that if something is uh, missing, then you actually want to have that even more. So <laughs> so for me, uh, not eating vegetables was very, very difficult in the uh, first month. Um, and thankfully, um, you know, we could really enjoy mangoes. And I think I, I love mangoes and uh, I have eat them all the time uh, every summer, but this year was special because I could eat them at breakfast. I could eat them at lunch and without any guilt. And because that was the best thing to <laughs> nourish the body in the first month. <laughs> and, and I think the second thing was uh, in the first month, you know, we, we discussed what are some of the things with, uh, that each one of us is enjoying and sharing that helped us to see that perhaps we can try the other dish that somebody had posted about, and I think that was also very very helpful to get into the rhythm of chaturmasa. In the second month, we were um, not allowed to have curd, and for me, you know, I I had gotten off the curd for the last several months um, for for just health reasons, and it was easier to give that up. And getting vegetables back on the on the menu was very, very heartening.
0: So that was an
1: easier month. And while we were doing Chaturmasa, we were also uh, doing Ekadashi fasting. And in the first month, I have to say that it was very challenging to uh, do Ekadashi. And just to elaborate on that, it means uh, every 14 days as per the lunar calendar, uh, we fast on the 11th day of the cycle and uh, most you go without food throughout the day and uh, then you eat the next morning after puja and some people do it without water which is called nirjala ekadashi and uh, you know to me that was something that i could never even do it in my dreams um, so in the first month i i did the ekadashi two ekadashi's uh, fast as well and by the second month you know we were in the rhythm and as I was saying that there was no yogurt, but even the Ikadashis were, Ekadashi fastings were much easier. And I tried Nirjala Ekadashi on one of those. And I have to say with the Devam and the group support, um, I was able to pull through. And I thought to myself, wow, this is a huge, huge achievement. Um, in the third and fourth month, we were not supposed to have milk. And then again, that was easier to, uh, handle because uh, I'm not a huge milk person anyway, uh, in just in that fashion. So it was easier. But at the end of the uh, fourth month, uh, Rajesh, as you know, I was uh, besides myself, because I was uh, taken over by uh, what's to come in the fifth month, because that's (laughs) when it gets the hardest, right? Uh, I remember that. (laughs) we were not we were only supposed to eat root vegetables no lentils nothing else just cereals and uh, and even in fruits we we were down to dates bananas and coconuts and that's it so I thought this is like uh, uh, probably more challenging than trying to get to uh, Mount Everest Uh, so I then what I did was towards the end of the fourth month, uh, thanks to you guys, I just said, okay, let me see what we can do with the root vegetables. So I went into this uh, research project for three weeks, trying to come up with uh, what one can do with potatoes or sweet potatoes and you know, yams and uh, uh, beetroots, et cetera, et cetera. And that's when my uh, perspective changed dramatically because I realized that there are several grains uh, like your amaranth or buckwheat, which are delicious. And you can do lots of combinations of these root vegetables and these grains and prepare a healthy meal. Um, And that was a huge revelation. So for me, the last month was completely joyous from a food perspective, uh, because my perspective had completely changed with the discovery of these uh, different uh, foods that uh, until now, I
0: hadn't even thought about or looked at. Interesting. All the while, uh, VP, you know, you had been talking about uh, your uh, experience, specifically with respect to the food and how you did the over the last five months. But I, uh, but you know, you've been one of the guys who've been pretty diligent about setting some monthly goals during these five months and working on it. Some spiritual monthly goals. Do you want to talk talk to us about the some of the? Uh, high-level spiritual monthly goals that you set up and how you progressed on it and how, you know, uh, working together in terms of managing what you're eating helped in your spiritual goals.
1: Sure, that, that's actually a very good point because I think the the whole purpose of doing Chaturmasa was to practice spirituality in daily life and apply the learnings that we were reading in Bhagavad Gita um to our daily routine so what i did was i each month i said i'm going to do these four or five things um, and most of them were spiritual in nature uh, for example you know learning certain uh verses or shlokas as we say them um which are core to understanding the uh, advaita philosophy um, the second thing that I did was uh, there is Swami Ji, who is uh, currently the head of the Vedantic Society in New York. Um, and he has spoken extensively on a number of topics. So I decided that I'm going to listen a, to a series of his lectures on a particular text that is out there on YouTube. So some of these lectures uh, you know, are uh, 12 episodes, some of them are much longer, like maybe 45 episodes. And the idea was that I should carve out a few hours in the morning to listen to these uh, scriptures or the interpretations of these texts from Swamiji and uh, enhance my spiritual journey. Um, Then, you know, learn these uh, shlokas by heart and start chanting them on a daily basis um, in that time. The other goal was to also um, learn about certain uh, things like Bhaj Govindam that you mentioned, you had mentioned to us. Um, so you know these are very nice spiritual uh, bhajans uh, that when you are listening to them, that you start to understand uh, what we were reading in Bhagavad Gita much more. So it's like you are you are reading the main text, but with all these things that you are doing or that I did. Um, it was trying to reinforce that particular message that uh, you know uh, how one should live their daily life, and and it fitted very nicely to for me, Rajesh, that I was having these goals that I was supposed to do, um, and at the same time I am um, you know uh, doing chaturmasta, and one of the best things is um, the, the meal prayer. And to me, you know, learning those two verses, and now that I uh, say them before every meal, it just is a very nice way to uh, remind myself of, you know, what uh, we are. And as the um, Advaitans say, um, you know, we are all one. And to continue to remind that and to continue to make progress on the spiritual path, I think is, it's been just a fabulous experience.
0: So, uh, you know, I I want to, I want to uh, probe you a little bit on the meal prayer, because I know that uh, you, you thoroughly enjoyed it, and you saw a very deep meaning in saying the prayer on a a per meal basis. So you're reminded of uh, the divinity in the meal, and also you know the farm to the plate kind of a uh, you know the environment so can you talk to me what exactly you know uh, the meal prayer summarizes and how you saw food in your in front of your front of you before you ate how did you view that
1: so the meal prayer um, if i may um, take a minute to explain um, is essentially pointing out that uh, everything we have in front of us is Brahman. The um, ladle which is putting uh, ghee in the fire, the ladle, the ghee, the fire, everything is Brahman. And then when you are, the second uh, sentence tells you that uh, you are feeding that fire which is inside you uh, with the food uh, that is also Brahman. So the the notion that everything is Brahman, everything is one, uh, could not be better reinforced in that prayer. And then you are praying to that Brahman. That let me. Uh, in the second verse, you start talking about that. Let me have this food so that it nourishes my body, and in turn, you know, I am more a spiritual. And and I think it's it's a fabulous way um, to continue to focus on this main teaching of Bhagavad Gita that, you know, we are all one and it's all Brahman.
0: Amazing. Well said. Well said. Um, uh, You know, of course, an endeavor like this for five months, especially for uh, the first time is never going to be easy. So if you were to summarize, let's say, your top three challenges that you faced and how did you overcome it? What would that be?
1: I think the first one, as I said, for me personally, was uh, giving up tea, which we talked about at length earlier. I think the the second one was uh, just getting ready for the last month, uh, because I did get very nervous as to what will happen to, uh, you know, what can I eat? What can I not eat? So I think that was a very big challenge. And I would say the third one is to have a buy-in from the family. Um, because, you know, Girija, my wife, was very, very supported throughout. But initially, you know, there was uh, a bit of pushback. Why are you doing this? What is this all about? Um, but as she saw, you know, me transition into eating healthier food and eating less food um, and this whole change of uh, uh, living, um, I think she also got into helping me through and through for the next several months. So I think the buy-in is also very important from your family members.
0: That's very well said, VP. Without the support of a family, it's really hard to do something like this for a pretty long long period of time. And I must really commend your family and especially Girija for supporting you on this. And, uh, uh, you know, there's one thing that I wanted to ask you. You said that, you know, eating less food. Now, traditionally, people think that if we eat less food, we feel weak. And especially, and, uh, taking, it, taking that argument a little forward, people are even hesitating or even scared that if they fast, they'll be much more weaker. What has been your experience on that?
1: My experience has been completely different, Rajesh. I, I think uh, we generally don't realize that our body does not need too much food. I think we uh, end up feeding ourselves too much. And, and I think once you um, cut the calories that you are putting inside your body, you will realize that your body is able to process the food, digest the food and nourish you uh, much, much better. At least that, that has been my experience. So uh, the whole notion of eating um, three meals or snacking or five meals, uh, at least to me, Um, It seemed that this two meal plan is a much, much better way to live because then you are giving yourself a good, um, you know, anywhere from 16 to 20 hours for your body to digest that meal. Um, And I was energetic throughout. Um, I never felt that I was weak. In fact, on the other side, um, I must share this with you that I had this target of uh, averaging you know, five kilometers a daily walk. Um, and I have exceeded that goal because I found myself walking much more than five kilometers because I guess I had all this energy to do that. So, so I think uh, having this plant-based healthy diet and eating just twice, I think the key is that what you are eating and what is the caloric content of that food and whether you are supplying all the nutrients that your body requires. I think that's to me, is the key. And then if you are doing that twice a day, in my opinion,
0: you are good. That's really nice. You, you know, uh, you know this, this time I tried this uh, thing about not snacking in between the meals. And like they say, you know, when the food is being cooked in the stomach, when it is, something is being digested, there's no point in putting something more uh, on top of it, till the food is entirely cooked or digested in, in the stomach, so you know eating snacks in between has uh, is not a very healthy habit in my view. And I think uh, you know what you're saying makes a lot of sense because once the food is digested, then it gives much more energy to the body than trying to take more and more while the body is in the process of digesting the food. So that's really great, Vip. So now tell me one thing. You know we completed Chaturmasa 2020, Chaturmasa 2020. 2020- is coming sometime in july first of all i want to ask you uh, would you do it again or would you say no i'm done it's done and dusted i don't think i want to do it again and uh, once you've said that you know i also want to learn from you what would be your top three recommendations for a newcomer who may be interested in 2021 chathur masa
1: so rajesh you know my answer very well it's uh resounding yes i'm in fact looking forward to Um, the next Chaturmasa. And I'm also actually trying to stay in the Chaturmasa phase, if you will, meaning just eat only uh, twice on a daily basis and eat healthy Sattvic food. So that's sort of something what I have challenged myself to do between the the two Chaturmasas. Um, And in terms of recommendation, you know, I would say if you are uh, coming into it, one of the main things you have to be thinking about is to be committed and persistent. Because what happens is many a times you will um, feel a little um, sort of weak in your sankalp, if I may say so, um, that you will be tested. And I think you have to tell yourself that, look, I am doing this one more day. Maybe after that, I will think about it and sort of push the temptations as much as you can. And, and that requires a certain level of mental uh, fortitude to um, not get distracted from the core um, and stay with the program. The second recommendation I would say is do it with a group. In fact, I would switch those two around. I would say do it with the group and be committed. And the group becomes very important because uh, people are sharing with each other what they are doing, what's going on in their uh, regimen, and you learn from each other and you support each other and you swap ideas you swap tips strategies as to how one everyone is dealing with their own uh, problems because obviously most of the problems will be common and that becomes a better way to handle that and and lastly you know as you always reminded us i would say be kind to yourself i think that is really really important because there will be uh, times when, because of the external circumstances or family situation, you cannot do it, uh, and the notion is to accept that, take a step back, uh, and then come back into it. So those were those would be my three recommendations.
0: Well, uh, I think we're coming to the top of the uh, time of what we have now. Vp. Really want to thank you for your deep insights. And first of all, I'm so glad that we could do Chaturmasa um, this year. I'm pretty sure that you know you learned a lot more recipes of uh, South Indian dosas. What we posted in the group together. Being a North Indian, I'm I I, I hope that you would have enjoyed those different types of dosas as much as I surely I enjoyed, did. As much as what I enjoyed the different type of paratas that you posted, and uh, <laughs> we uh, we. Uh, uh, we we kind of you know j- did this journey together we learned a lot and uh, we kind of you know learned learned not just about our bodies but about our habits and also how we can change them how we can change the dependency that we have on such a very very basic thing like food that we have right and that's really an amazing experience and uh, it's a great opportunity for us to uh, start uh, you know reflecting on uh, how uh, the food can influence the mind and how it can Sharpen the mind, especially the food, limited food and uh, right type of food can sharpen the mind to understand the very, very uh, difficult concepts, especially that comes into the spiritualism. So uh, VP, uh, sincere thanks once again for uh, for having uh, uh, shared your thoughts in this particular podcast. And uh, uh, I want to congratulate you and thank you and your family for, uh, for being part of this particular uh, 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 Chaturmasa 2020. And I look forward to doing this again in 2021 with you.
1: Absolutely. And thanks again, Rajesh, for having me. Really enjoyed uh, sharing my experience. And uh, look forward to Chaturmasa 2021.
0: Thank you so much.